What's going on, podcast listeners? Welcome to another great week of Adulting with Friends. Travis here, and joined with me as always is my wife Amanda and our friends Mike and Corey. During this episode, we drink Enki Brewing Litmus Pilsner and Tail Feather IPA. Enki Brewing is based out of Victoria, Minnesota, and was established in 2013, brewing 20 different beers on the idea that remarkable beer shared with others leads to outstanding friendships. Remarkable beer requires remarkable people to brew it, sell it, and drink it, and Enki does all three. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror after waking up for the fourth straight day this week at 5 a.m. after calling your alarm every curse word under the sun? Knowing it's only Thursday and you still have tomorrow before the weekend and thought, where the hell did my hair go? You know, I bet they won't fire me for not showing up today. Or why did I have three entire beers last night? You know I can only have two. If you have, you're getting older, and that's just fine. Just like Amanda, Corey, Mike, and I, we are all getting older and changing as people. Even though we may think that we are still capable to act like we're still in our early 20s, Our bodies are starting to disagree. We've started watching what we eat because it makes us feel less full. We don't get hammered three nights a week because that ruins the weekends and let's face it, we got stuff to do and people to see. And we're going to bed at 9 p.m.? You know, that's just plain smart. I mean, you gotta get your eight hours. For myself, knowing that I'm becoming a dad has changed me. The moment my wife looked at me with joyful tears in her eyes holding a stick with pee on it, I knew my life was never going to be the same. We are bringing a little girl into this world, and Amanda has told me that she noticed the differences that clicked in me instantly. I used to chase her nonstop, putting my best moves on her. Even though I'd get denied, I was always trying. Now, I pick and choose my moments, because I know her comfort is way more important than anything that I could need right now. I've even started paying attention to women's sports. Knowing I'm going to be a role model for a little girl has completely changed my outlook on the world and who I am. You know, during this episode, I'm going to ask Amanda, Corey, Mike to take a look through their lives, the defining moments that they remember that has changed them or made them wiser for better or worse. We're going to talk about our priorities and how they change in our relationships and jobs. And we're going to discuss the fact that as you get older, you tend to lose touch with many friends and narrow your friend group down, and how that's actually better for your health. But this episode's not going to take too long. I mean, it's only Thursday, and we got work to go to tomorrow. Today we're introducing a new dating app, and we know what you're thinking. No, not another dating app. (laughs) Yeah, we thought the same thing, but this just isn't another dating app. It's Ojai Social Video Dating, and it's changing the game. Ojai shows people the real you, and you get to see the real them. No more static, outdated, or fake photoshopped photos. Ojai has living, breathing, engaging profile videos that show a real-life look into somebody's true personality. So, no more mindless swiping on headshots. No more wasted Ubers or weekends blown on people who are nothing like their photo. Ojai lets you get to know each other with a safe and secure live video date so you can have that first date before you have the first date. Head to ohi.me to download on Apple or Android. Again, get your phone or tablet out. Pull up your web browser and type in ohi.me. That's O-H-I dot M-E. Ohi.me. Get to know somebody in person before meeting. Ohi social video dating. Have that first date before the first date. Ohi. 
Now I'd like to give a shout out to a few other podcasts who are giving us lots of love on Twitter and other social media outlets. NTIO Podcast, Now That I'm Older Podcast, is a hilarious podcast who is battling it out in a bracket of our favorite childhood cartoons recently. The Married as Fuck Podcast, they accept and answer questions regarding relationships, sex, and parenting. Then they have a blast answering them, sometimes with guests. Another one, Robot Pizza Van, is a very funny news podcast reading the entire internet and then letting you know what's funny and what really matters. Go check them out. They're also a great follow on Twitter. A new podcast coming in August is 21st Dates. Blaine, the host, will be talking about dating in the 21st century. And finally, Adulting and Other Bad Ideas podcast. I think you get the idea from the name of this podcast, but these two, Mike and Brian, talk about being an adult with no fucks given. Go check them out and then let them know that the friends from Adulting with Friends sent you to listen to them. As always, connect with the friends on Instagram and Twitter at AWF Podcast. Like and share our pages to help us spread the word. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Anchor.fm, iTunes, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Overcast, PocketCast, Podcast Addict, and Radio Play. And guess what? Now we're streaming on Breaker.audio. Make sure to subscribe to us. Leave us that great five-star rating and tell us what you think in the comments section. You cannot imagine how far that goes for us. The more and higher the ratings, the more we get to continue discussing the topics you like to listen to. The ratings are not just to tell us how much you love us. We already know you love us. But it helps us understand what our listeners like best about the show, especially overall topics. So please rate us and rate each episode. And when you're done rating, subscribing, and following all of our social media and commenting on all of our show pages and posts, email us at adultingwithfriends at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, adultingwithfriends at gmail.com. And tell us what you like or don't like, things we can improve on, ideas you have for upcoming topics, or other beers and liquor you'd like us to drink during the episodes, and rate. We appreciate any and all of your feedback. All right, everyone. Enjoy the show. It's cancer. Nice try, dickhead. All right, can we talk about how stupid kids are these days? Can we start with that? Okay. All right. So I say kids, meaning early. I mean early teens to early twenties. That's what I'm saying. So no adults. So no offense. Like if you're a smart person, like I think all of us were at that age group. We don't do these things. But wrong. What do you have a list of things? Oh yeah, there's a list of things we're gonna get to that some of these things are getting to. And statue as he's been bringing a list out. And you're assuming we're all smart people here who didn't do these things. Yes. That's what I'm assuming. I'm I'm a little bit afraid because I guarantee See I don't think you did though. I've done fifty percent of those things. So we live next to a country music festival called Windstock. Horrible. Right? So Winstock just happened this last weekend. And the reason that I say this age group is dumb is because there was one girl, and we're actually going to post the photo of this, and the 911 call will be at the end of the episode. Um, She got her head stuck in the tailpipe of a truck. 
Sounds like a country song. <laughs> <laughs> so, like in the photo, you see like a fireman. He, uh, a fireman. A fireman. 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 <laughs> he fireman. Has a, <laughs> like fireball. He has a. He's got a power saw and he's cutting her free. I thought originally it was the jaws of life being able to like cut through the metal, but it was just this a power saw. Sawzall or something. No, it was a big Basically. ass saw. Oh, okay. Yep. So but apparently, they, like that's a thing. Like it's like this new like challenge. It's called put, being gassed out. You put your head in a tailpipe, and then they start it and smoke you out. And see how long you can last. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. We're so, doomed as when, inter- when the local news in Minnesota interviewed this woman, now this was on Carol Levin's website, she goes, yeah, I'm the tailpipe girl. What you know about it? It's like that. What was that one? Girl? Is. Cash, Cash me outside. Cash me outside. That's what. Like, I'm on it. Yeah. I'm the funny part about this was that in like probably six months, if she plays her cards right, she could be dirty fucking rich. Get this though. Yeah, she it was the second time that day she admitted yeah. to doing it. Oh yeah, because the first she time she got her head in and out. Yep. The second time she didn't. Right. So I don't know if. That's like a real challenge because I can't find that challenge anywhere. That's well, not that many people have a fucking tailpipe big enough to fit your head. We heard the name of the challenge from who? Kids around that age. But around, I can't around the neighborhood. Yeah, I can't. You take a poll of a lemonade stand. Yeah, they were actually going around the neighborhood <laughs> taking a poll. I can't find anything on it. But here are some of the other challenges that I say why these kids in that age group are completely dumb. Here's some of the top ones they do: the Tide Pod challenge. This is real. No, we all think it was fake, but kids actually did eat Tide Pods. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. It was Who said it was fake? Yeah, I honestly just fake. thought it was fake when I heard it. You so dumb. Stupid. Yes. The next one was condom snorting. Yep. Real. Yeah. Did you guys ever do that? No. Yeah. I thought we were, don't we normally take a poll here? <laughs> <laughs> what about the deodorant challenge? You guys ever hear this? Hear this one? Hear about this? Eating it? Nope. So uh, you take an it? aerosol can Light of deodorant. Fire. Nope. You put it as close as possible to your skin and hold it for as long as you can. What happens is you basically get uh, not a third degree burn, but uh, what is it when you're cold? You get uh, frostbite. You get frostbite, like the worst type of frostbite you can get. That's long lasting. It doesn't go away. That actually happens. Kids are doing that. Nice. Yeah. The next one was the eraser challenge. Take an eraser on a pencil and you just rub it on your skin. I feel like people used to do that. No, we used to do that and they snort snort them. Yeah. See, I remember seeing that. So what do they do? Put on the skin? You put it on your skin and you rub as fast and as hard as you can for 30 seconds. And what does it do? It burns like a lot of your skin. Should you try it? Sure. Yeah. All right. So the next one is the banana split challenge. This one's more sexual. No. So this one is eat two bananas and then try and drink an entire liter of Sprite. Oh yeah, there's like some sort of chemical. Well, there's reaction. a chemical reaction between the two that don't a two mix. Two liters, right? A liter. Oh, there's a chemical reaction between the two that do not mix, in which basically makes you throw up. So it's like a Mountain Dew, oh, yeah, or not. like fucking expands in your stomach. Yeah. So it's kids like are literally just, just doing it, recording it's, themselves throwing up. It's impossible. Well, it's like the milk challenge. You, you tried the milk challenge. No, I never did because oh my I drank a whole gallon of milk. Yeah. No, because I read and watched other people do it. Well, you're not fun. Just like I watched people do the cinnamon yeah, challenge. It gets hot really quick. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon challenge? I tried. The I only tried one I tried challenge. was the saltines. Try and eat you seven didn't try saltines. the cinnamon challenge? No, because like, it, that's just we science. Tried it, remember that? Yeah. That's just science. Oh, okay, Stassy Watsy fucking Bill, not a science guy. So let's put it to a pull. Like, 
There is one challenge out there that you've actually tried. Yeah, I tried the saltines. Yeah, but nothing that I feel really dumb about. No. Like, it would, not doing anything where I'm injuring myself or possibly... That's pretty objective, like... Tide Pods? Like, I'm never good at... Do they really eat the Tide Pods or do yes. they just put them in their stomach? No, they, they would actually, like, bite them and chew on them. I'm sure trying to swallow them. I'm sure doing like cinnamon is probably not healthy for you. Yeah, the cinnamon one doesn't seem that. You dumb. Can it just use... turns the concrete in your mouth. As so as you could choke and die. Well, you can't I mean... get it down your throat. It's like almost impossible. Well, I saw Aaron. I think finished it. The night yeah, we watched, Jess, you didn't finish it. That's... If you go slow enough and you just literally just endure the pain of like can't breathing, That's... you can finish it. <laughs> That's what no. she said. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just breathe through your nose as you're taking things down yeah. your throat. Then, right? She's had some practice. Yeah, but we did the saltine. Amanda thought she could actually do the saltine challenge. Seven saltines in one minute. Yeah, you can't do it. Nobody can do that. I bet you could find people online that can do it. I bet I could do it. You, you want to try it? We'll try it. I don't have saltines. saltines. I don't have saltines. <laughs> Anyways, the last I don't waste one. waste my money on <laughs> shitty crackers. Oh, it's like so paper. Good, <laughs> So I used to eat the last one is the salt and ice challenge. Okay, yeah, that's cold. Never heard of that. You ever heard of that one? No. Yeah. It's like the same thing. Right? So what they do salt, is they put yeah. salt on their arm and then put an ice cube on I top of it. What happens is the chemical reaction for that puts, super cold. turns it into negative thirty degrees Celsius, yeah. which is negative twenty two degrees yeah. Fahrenheit. Well, yeah. I mean, have you ever done that where, like, you put uh, like in a cooler, you put your yeah. ice. Well, if you put water and salt in there too, your cooler gets a lot colder. I can't say I've ever done that. Yeah, it makes like so you put your beer in there or whatever. Yeah, makes like it way, like way colder. Oh, for sure. I've done the the salt ice. It hurts like a bitch. Why did you do it? Just because someone was like, "Dude, try this." So we can do that with you now. Go for it. With other types Give me of things. Give me a Tide Pod <laughs> and a condom. You wouldn't. Which well, is, that's on your arm. Like right. it's not that. I had control of it. I put the salt on my hand. I think we were honestly taking tequila shots. Is how it started. <laughs> and so I had tequila or salt on bless my you. bless you on my hand already. Bless and then you. I took an ice cube and you just literally sit there rubbing like bless you. Is it the cat or the dog? And uh, it got super cold. Drove in the windows. But I was in control of the situation. I took it off when it hurt. Would you say that you would do those types of things now if somebody yeah. said to do them? The ice and the salt? Again, I'm in control of the situation. I'll do it just to feel how cold it gets and be like, yeah, this is dumb. I'm not going to sit there and be like, I'm going to wait fucking But would you do something minutes. like the, the banana and spray challenge or the okay. banana split challenge? I might try that just because I don't believe it. I got one for you. See, I, I just wouldn't do that. Like, I'd go on YouTube. I'm not concerned like, about the hell, Check this one. All through college, I puked in Raleigh the whole time. So puking doesn't face me anymore. So in, uh, in fourth and fifth grade, um, I, when I was in elementary school, our fourth and fifth grade elementary was like separate. It was a different school. Mm-hmm. So you did uh, kindergarten through third or whatever. You did fourth and fifth. That's a separate school. And then you go on to middle school or junior high. So anyway, in the fourth and fifth grade elementary, there was this uh, area where you would wait outside for the buses. Mm-hmm. And there was this, like, AC unit out there, right? And it was around, there's a, a metal cage around it so no one could, like, tamper with the AC unit, right? So if you... Touched this metal cage and touched the windsill of the of the next window over. Yeah, it would electrocute you. Hell yeah! And this was like a challenge we would all do as fourth and fifth graders. We would like sit sit there and see how long you could hold on to it. Fuck yeah! That's awesome. And that's like a that's kind of along the same lines. You're not yeah. gonna find this on YouTube, obviously, because it's a small school or whatever. I, I'd but. say we did the same thing like on a farm with an electrical fence. It's 
Yeah. No matter how many people are in line, whoever's last in line is getting the electrocution. Oh, no. We did it individually. Yeah. See, we didn't do that. <laughs> we, it was, well, you see how long you can hold on. We learned for like two seconds, like, oh, God, don't do that. Hey, you come over here right. and hold my hand. Yeah. We would trick people into doing it that way. Well, that's probably life-threatening for a 50-pound fourth grader <laughs> yeah. to get so electrocuted. We did our own dumb things. And you couldn't Google it back then yeah. and be I like, oh, like that's the, not good for you. Yeah. I just like to think something like the Tide Pod is way dumber, but now that I think about it, holding an electrical fence trying to keep animals in is probably just as dumb. When you're that... Yeah, exactly. They're just getting creative. Well... <laughs> When you're that age, you're invincible, you know? You can yeah. do that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, you ever put a 9-volt battery on your tongue? I did do that once. Yeah. Wow, that's the worst. Oh, that's that is so <laughs> scary. It's the worst feeling ever. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. It's so scary up until that moment. You I can't it. say it's the worst feeling ever. Yeah, the... the it's the anticipation. The anticipation. Because you control it yourself, so the fear in your own head of... That's how you test to see if it's live or not. Yeah, oh, but does it hurt? No, it's like it's a weird. Stink. It's like a weird tingling. It's like getting tingling. a weird shot, kind of. It's like a you know a taste to yeah. it. Yum. The taste is the oh, worst yeah. part. Yeah, I feel like iron, pure iron. It's just like stimulating your taste buds in a weird way. Yeah, I've done like. You want to try it? Oh, Why have you never tried? Oh. Speaking of stimulating taste buds, have you ever had a Szechuan berry? I don't feel like you're saying that right. No, it's no, it's a Szechuan berry. Google it. Szechuan. Yeah. Szechuan or Szechuan. Yeah. How the fuck you want to say Szechuan? I do. Anyway, so out in Bismarck, they make these. It's called a buzz button drink. Oh yeah, yeah. They're in Vegas. They talk about them on the radio all the time. Go ahead. And so it's a drink, and it comes with a buzz button, a Szechuan berry, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Szechuan. And you eat it. Yeah. And what it is is, if you ever smoked pot, no, it's, never. It's, What's it's, that like? It's made. It's so much like a a head high, but only in your mouth. It's super weird. It's amazing. Your taste buds are extremely heightened. Everything tastes amazing. Everything feels amazing that oh, you're the, drinking. It's the opposite. And of what it, I'm thinking then. Um. It's only lasts like maybe 10, 15 minutes if that. And I've looked it up. You can, you can buy these like Szechuan. Szechuan. Like Szechuan <laughs> chicken. I, but I don't think it's the same. How do you order same. it at a restaurant? I don't think it's the same though because it's yeah. not like an Asian plant. Mm, okay. Mm, like I don't, I think it's Szechuan. Szechuan. Szechuan? There's a drink out in Vegas that they say where it's like a, a, not a rose petal, but it's a petal. That mm-hmm. you eat before you drink it, and it numbs your mouth. To That's where you the have, same. Like, coca? Yeah, to, no. A coca leaf? I don't know if it's that one. I don't know what it is. That's the same, but like this one like makes everything taste so Yeah, much they say crisper. this one just numbs your mouth and like your throat, so you don't feel any effects of alcohol, so you can just drink heavy. That sounds and sweet. That sounds horrible. Yeah. That's perfect. Sounds no. like, that's a bad day. Anyways, next... Segway. Are we segwaying? Segwaying. So, Corey, you said you would continue to do those type of challenges and stuff if people asked you to do it. I mean, I, I draw a line at, like, the Tide Pods and the So you wouldn't do a Tide condom. So you would say that you have But if grown. you had to choose one. If I had to choose one, yeah, I mean, I'd probably If you had to choose do... between Tide Pod or condom snorting, what are you doing? Condom snorting. Oof. You're doing a... Okay. Why would you... What kind of condom are you doing? Uh, ribbed. Oh, I don't know, because then the ribs get stuck. You'd want just a smooth one. Want how how ribbed are you talking? You definitely wouldn't want to, like, for her pleasure, pleasure, because that stuff gets warm quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't act like you've never Yeah, don't act like 
Yes? Okay, anyways. So, alright, so what, uh, we're talking about differences in your life growing up, what types of things you've learned from, how we change as we get older. We're all in our late 20s to early 30s. Hey, Paul! Slip Paul the pit bull back in the house, if that's what you're hearing. So we're talking about what things we've learned from, how we've changed, how we've adjusted. Um... Amanda, what is or some instances in your life that have changed, made you change the way you think now? That's a heavy question. Yeah. I... Well, what have you learned from in your life that makes you feel like you've grown from it? Do you have any, nothing you've learned throughout your life has made you feel like you've become a more mature person, you know not to do this, you feel like you... You feel like you're the exact same, you haven't learned anything. Well, no, but I mean, just like, I don't, like... I Any experiences in your life? I have a real job now. Okay. And Whoa. I pay bills. Okay. And I own a house. And I'm pregnant. Okay. We're gone, dude. So... But have you learned anything along the way? Any experiences? Anything that has taught you to be a more mature person, maybe not to go down I feel this like, road. I feel like what he's asking is, have you had any epiphanies, like very specific events in your life that have changed you as a person and made you more mature? Like, obviously... What are some instances in your life that have changed the way you think now? Made you change the way you oh, think? Oh, that's exactly what he asked. Do you have any examples? No? no. Corey, go ahead. Do you have any... I don't know if I do either. I mean, I feel like I've just changed since I've been, <laughs> I've grown up. What about your previous relationship? Has that helped you change in any way? The one with the girl who was a Jersey chaser. Have you learned from that about now future relationships, what not to do? Not to date Jersey chasers. <laughs> have you learned anything from No, that? I mean, what I feel like I learned, I, well, I, so prior to that experience or that relationship of, I was in a... I don't even know how you would call the relationship I was in all through high school. It was very just more of like a... Was it actually a relationship or was it a high school relationship? I mean, it's still a relationship. You just... Every interaction you have with a different human being being is a fucking relationship. So, I mean, it's a relationship, but it was more of convenience. It sounds super horrible. I mean, I love her. I I consider her a friend. Oh, you do? No, like, not in that way, but... And then, so then I went from that, where it was very, like, casual, very, I didn't see probably really a future, and then to a very much so infatuated relationship on my behalf of, like, she was, I thought she was very good looking, I was just in it of, like, oh my gosh, this super attractive girl. Yeah, absolutely. And then it became, like, a infatuation, and because of that, like, I was in that relationship, and then moved to different states where I didn't really know anybody and I was more so focused on myself and had really no interest on dating people that I kind of just because of that realized I'm not in it for just that. It's not superficial. I'm not looking for just a superficial relationship, which that's what it was. So I guess if that's what you're looking for an answer. I'm looking for what, you know, in your previous relationships, what did you learn from that? I got one. I don't want a superficial relationship. relationship. No. Huh? No, it doesn't have to be a relationship. Okay. Examples could be relationships, any like parental advice that did come through that your parents gave you back in the day that you didn't think was real but now has come to life. 
mistakes you've made along the way in your life. So maybe mine, not that you've learned from. It, mine would be, because it triggered it when you said you moved away. Mine was going to school in South Dakota where I didn't know anybody. I didn't have a sort of like comfort blanket. Go outside your comfort zone, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have like that to fall back on. It was like. Sink or swim, baby. Yeah, I just needed to go out there and figure shit out on my own. And that's what happened. That's and then mine. you got pregnant. And then I got. And pregnant. then you got pregnant. <laughs> got pregnant. <laughs> not on your own. That's how all of Amanda's <laughs> stories end. Yeah. Not because of her. That's how I end all of her stories. <laughs> and then you got pregnant. Yeah. yeah. And then you got pregnant. Because everything can lead to pregnancy. Oh. That's... Mistakes were made. I don't know if it was a mistake. I think it, <laughs> it was, was not a mistake. It was very well planned out. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see about why this is a mistake. You guys could talk about this later on. I didn't say it was a mistake, but I would say mine is definitely like with my parents. Probably like their advice was hard work pays off more than I mean. Like so, I was in college. I always thought it was the people you know, which is true. Sometimes it is the people you know. But from what I'm finding out more and more now, in the career I'm in now, it's not necessarily just who you know. It's definitely like how much effort and how much work you put uh, into something. So for it's, me... It's a good mix. Yeah, those I two. mean, like, it is who you know, right but in now, my situation... In your situation, hard. like you're working in a place where you didn't know anybody, so you had yeah. to rely on that. Obviously, I'm not saying hard work is bad or like... no. You know, you shouldn't it's definitely work hard, but... You can definitely use who you knew or who you know to your advantage. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> who you knew, who you know, who you're going to know, like, yeah. all that. It's... And you should use it. Oh, yeah. yeah like, it's a tool. I don't think I've ever had um, a change in my life that wasn't affected by, like, who I knew or, you know, wasn't helped along the way by who I knew. Like, I'm... Actually, yeah. I've had, you know... Since college, two jobs. Yeah. And which is actually outside, outside of the, kind of outside of the norm. Yeah. You know. Hey, so have I. Both of them were influenced or actually, you know, I think I feel like I got them because of the people I knew. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to say I, you know, rely heavily on that, but. Oh, it's definitely a part of it. Like, like the first job, straight out of college. Actually, I was in college when I got the job. Straight out of college. Was definitely... I know this guy, and I'm going to get the job because he's going to be my boss. You know? Yeah. So I got the job easily. Yeah. Second job was actually Travis. Uh, I got laid off at that first job. The company had closed the doors. I reached out to Travis because I was like, I'm going to move to Sioux Falls. And he was living there at the time. I was like, you got any leads on jobs? Basically, <laughs> is what I fucking asked him. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's easier to do that than to... You know, go searching for a job on your own. Well, yeah, like Amanda's college job was based off of a connection. Yeah. She had, you know, she had worked in a grocery store for, like, in high school. So then, like, obviously, the connection that you and I knew, knew owned a grocery store. Yep. So I just emailed him up and said, hey, my girlfriend is looking for a job. She knows, and who was it, like, Affiliated Foods or something? She knows the Affiliated Foods, like, codes. He emails back, like, five minutes later, send her in for an interview. Oh, this was after you moved to Minnes- back to Minnesota? No, no, no. no. Oh, like like in college. Yeah, so I emailed... Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I emailed Balo, and Amanda was like... Well, that's the same guy I reached yeah. out to. Yeah. We both knew him. It yeah. made sense. Balo like, gave her a job on the spot. Right, yeah. That's all I told him. I was like, hey, I'm moving out of the house. I need to... Yeah. 
I need to start working because I, you know, got to pay for my last year of college, basically. Because he didn't even really interview you, no. did he? No, he just... It was nice. It was nice being a small... Yeah, small small business or whatever, but but Bob trusted me and trusted the people that I like knew, and you were there, and he knew you and I were together. So I'm not gonna like send a cokehead or anything, right? You know, to his grocery store. To That's work. true. As a freshman, probably he was like pretty wary about for oh, yeah, hiring freshman when he could. That's true. So going back to that, I think uh, for the longest time I was a very antisocial person. I mean, even when. I first met Travis. Very antisocial, and I even have that to this day. But I've learned that having those connections and having that social network is huge in your professional life, Absolutely. whether you realize it or not. Got a LinkedIn page? Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna add you. Do we? Are we linked? We're linked in more ways than you know. Yeah. Lots of ways to be linked. Okay, so but that's so, like so. Anyway, that's my like one of the one of the things that I've learned because I've like always been very antisocial. Obviously, when I first met you, I feel yeah. like you probably could tell that. Yeah. Obviously, Amanda knows that. I don't know, but I like flocked to you. It was weird. Like you were antisocial towards me, but it just fit. Because I'm antisocial <laughs> towards everybody, yeah. but if I let you in, it just fit. It's a privilege. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I kept a very tight. Uh, social network now realizing you know you know five to ten years into my professional career you need to have a very vast social network yeah you know especially professionally it's mostly professionally i don't care about personally but anymore it's all intermingled like your personal network and your professional network are one and the same yeah you know and if you're sharing Stupid shit online about your on your personal network. It's going to cross the line. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's no getting around that. Like it's all the same nowadays. So you would say one of your priorities in life is to make sure that you do have a good network of people. It has been mostly in the last few years. So it's and changed. So it's definitely changed. Yeah. Like there was a point in time when I realized that, and it was because. The two major uh, career choices that I've had have been completely influenced by my social network. Mm-hmm. And that was even before I tried to maintain like a wide social network. Yeah. It was just luck of the draw that I knew certain people. Mm-hmm. So, Do you think your overall just life, daily life priorities, Mike, have changed in the last few years? Do you think they're going to change coming up? Like, What are your priorities in life? Just to have fun. Just to wear that hat. You can't even handle this hat. <laughs> this hat's pretty hot right now. Anyways. No, my uh, main priorities in life are just to enjoy where I am right now. Um, plan ahead for the future, but not dwell on it too much to where it affects your you know here and now. Yeah. That is basically my outlook. On Live life. in the moment. Live in the moment. Uh, prepare for the future, but do not worry about it. Okay. okay. That's it. Yeah. Corey, what would you say your priorities are right now in like your daily life? That's spot on. Dead I mean, on, right? I feel like when Mike and I—I I mean, we speak completely different. I don't want to say language, but from a different perspective than you and Amanda do at the moment, just because you have 
a baby on the way. I've, I mean, our, our biggest thing is, yeah, enjoy every day of, I mean, not to sound like super depressing, but like, oh, enjoy every day, like, it's last, but like, legitimately, like, enjoy it, embrace it, and just, just do you. Have fun, do what you want to do. When did you realize that that was your outlook on life, though? When? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when the moment was that I kind of... I think it was along my way through Bismarck and Sioux Falls. At some point, I kind of just became comfortable with myself and enjoyed being in the presence of just myself. And then I, I realized I didn't necessarily need other people to make me happy. Like, you have... At some point in life and early on, you know, when you're maybe young and, like, going through your relationships and things like that of... Happiness always seems to come when you're with other people. And don't get me wrong, I'm a huge people person. I love being around people, and I'm the happiest when I am with people. But I truly feel like I became my happiest is when I became comfortable with being happy with just myself. Hmm. And that I can go out and do something. I can go out on a walk. I can go on a bike ride. I can go and go shopping or do whatever the hell I want to do with literally nobody but myself. And I'm having a good time. Well, I think that's the, one of the biggest issues right now. So to kind of tie it into, um, I was reading some articles about like psychology and just the power of the mind today, and, like researching this. And they're saying, with all of the like suicides that are going on today, not to bring the room down or anything, but Jesus. with like uh, oh, it is. Anthony Bourdain and things like that, you're talking about being happy with yourself, Corey. Like, so what has happened to generations currently now? We have become very social we post a lot of things well what do we post we never post anything bad no they're saying you only put positive you only put the best of your life out on social media because it's always keeping up with the joneses i wouldn't say always i feel like it's either the best or the best or the worst so there is the best of the best like you put all your positives out there like you try to yeah but there are those people who don't get the recognition or don't get the the uh attention that they want Proposing that, so they go this different route. They're like, "Well, if I'm not getting attention that way, I'm going to post just the most vague, dramatic, do some vague booking." Yeah. But what they're saying is, that's all they're getting attention. We've come to the point to where we see other people's lives as being these glorified, great, amazing things. When in all reality, we're only seeing like ten seconds of their life. Right. Oh, because that's all they're posting. But it's great, and it's very staged. Yeah. And it's. Perfect like, in every single way, and they took a thousand pictures just to get a that one. A new trend is women actually showing how women pose versus what their body actually those looks are, like. Those are awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, if I pose like this, I look like I have abs, but if I stand the way I normally stand, I look big. Yeah, like, like 10 big. seconds later, yeah. the same. Yeah. And they're just showing you, like, in Instagram, Twitter, like, a lot of these pictures, they're fake. So... Like, and that's just one thing. Like, as long as you're happy with yourself, like Corey said, that's I think honestly the biggest thing in a lot of people's lives is we just need to be whoever you are, whatever you are. Ooh, big, and, I don't, small, and I don't think just that be happy. I don't know if I would have come to that realization if I went to have moved away. And I'm not saying that I had to. I'm not saying that every person needs to go move six plus hours away from the things they know. But going outside of your comfort zone, at least for me personally, is what kind of pushed me to that point of realizing that I don't need other people to make me happy. I don't need that, you know, constant, I don't, I don't know what the word is, like, 
You don't need to be glorified. Well, right. And, like, the constant praise of, like, you're doing a great job. Like, do I like to be praised and things like that, like, at work or whatever? Of course. I mean, who doesn't? But, again, I find pleasure and enjoyment just being in the moment by myself and doing things by myself. I don't need to go and find someone or I don't need to, I, I feel like a lot, like I don't know a lot of people, but I have friends who are in relationships just for the simple fact to check a box that I need to share my life or I need to share moments with someone. Yeah. And that's all that person's there so for. So would you say they're There's married, no connection. Like, are they with their best friend? Like, no. Would you, no. No. See, I don't, I don't it's like a, it's, a, it's a checked box. Yeah, I, I don't like that. If you're not like yeah, with you're your best with a friend, I you hang out with a couple that don't get along, it's the most awkward sure. shit ever. Yeah. Or you just see those people change change completely who they are exactly. to match that person like, and then yeah they may look like they're good together but if you knew that person 6, 12 months ago 2 years ago 3 years ago that person is not who they used to be example. I get would people change would you say you were that way with I Iowa completely changed yeah I completely no, changed let's change was. the subject no not change the subject let's go let's shift the subject on to Travis and Amanda yeah mm-hmm. obviously I knew Travis before yeah. they were together you knew Amanda before they yes. were together I personally feel like Travis you know, obviously he's changed. Yeah. Everyone changes. Yeah. But he didn't change, you know, from who he was to who he is now, like, in a relationship because of the other person. I would say the same with Amanda. You know what I mean? Like, right. He's still the same person. He's right. obviously matured. Right. Uh, or matured, depending on how you say it. <laughs> but, you know, like, Shezuan or Shezuan. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not, he's, not, <laughs> exactly. he's not fake when he's with her right. versus, like, he doesn't act differently. Right. When he's with me by ourselves versus when we're all together at the same right. time. And you said she's the same? Yeah, I would agree. Well, there you go. That's a perfect example. Like, that's exactly what you're looking for. Right. Yeah, no, you want to be with somebody who just accepts you for you. And, I mean, you know, like we talked about beforehand, Corey was just completely hung over at this last time. And the girl he was with did not care. Right. That's awesome. Right. Like, she that's didn't, she didn't she throw said. a shit. Well, that's what she said. We he didn't. seems pretty that's cool. That's what Corey said. That's what Corey she said, said, she said she said. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of communication channels there. Can Statsy Watsy bust out here for a second to kind of... Statsy Watsy. do that every time. So anyways, there was a uh, research done from 2011 to 2015 by the National Fund for Scientific Wait, Research. Wait, you say 2011? Yeah. 2011 to 2015. Okay. I thought you meant 2011. By the National... Fund for Scientific Research in Belgium and the University of Virginia. Why the fuck? This sounds way too scientific for us. No, so what they did is they basically, they took 19,000 people over those four years, and they flat out asked them at the very beginning, um, do you feel like you have changed from where you were as a kid or where you think you've been? Um, People said, no, I don't feel like I've changed. I'm the same person. Okay. How many people said that? Well, there's 19,000. 19, but how many did you say? There's no statistics that they actually like said. They said the majority. Majority of people said... So we're said, talking over 50%. That is a majority, yes. Holy shit. Said that Didn't change? Claim they did not change. Oh my god. Um, that was at the beginning of the study. At the beginning of the study. Okay. So they asked them four years later, do you feel like you have changed? 75%. And, plus. and people say, yeah, we've changed. Of course we've changed. You change over life. So... What this study basically said is they proved that many people just live in an illusion that we think we're going to be who we are, that we're not going to change, we are who we were, and we're not going to change in the future, basically is what they were saying. 
We're not accepting of the fact that yeah. What seven, age? Seven years later, everyone changed their outlook. So they, on life. What they said all their like, dreams were crushed at that <laughs> moment. They broke they it like, down. <laughs> they broke it down into single people and couples, which was the reason why I actually like looked at this study. Single people claimed they are not going to change. Like at the beginning of the study, but however, four years later, when they did tests on conscientious agreeableness, emotional stability, openness to experience, and extroversion, singles changed the most from one end of the spectrum to the other. Right. Couples stayed constant in their beliefs and changed the lease over a four-year span. Yeah, because you are where you are and you where you want to be. No. And you, and you found someone that and you have to look right. forward to. But, we don't have any reason to change. But they they right. also said singles believed that they will not change in the future. But four years after that then, so eight years later, they discovered that if they were still single by choice or even not by choice, that they needed to change for social acceptance. True. That makes sense. You can't yeah. just be a guy who's trying to be 20 years gonna, old when you're 40 Yeah, you're going to start questioning, like, okay, I know nothing, are nothing not, has happened four years later. People are not wanting to hang out with me anymore. Like, you know, they have... Because they're all getting married and they don't want to change because they're... I see that. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. They were basically just saying, like, yeah, if you're unwilling to change or you believe that you don't have to change, like, you actually change the most... And then you realize you have to change. I can see that. I mean, a, obviously, when I was young, I felt like that. Yeah, I, I, I can see that progression where. Yeah, but do you, okay. Do you think are change and adapting the same thing? The by definition, yes. But in this in this case, no. because I don't think that I've like. I mean, okay, obviously I've changed, but I don't think that like my personality is different. Like. Well, my so integrity what, isn't different. I've just adapted to life. Well, what about you? Just changed then. Well, just the way we live. Yeah, more just than like, yeah. No, no, and they didn't say whether this was your personality change. It was it your consciousness, agreeableness, yeah. emotional stability, openness to experience, and extroversion. Those were the five things. That I can see the last two being big. Openness to experience. Part. As you get older, you're less willing to try new things. That's. I mean, what? I think of most. Most older people are so. What would you your question change stuck in their ways? Adapting. I feel like adapting is compromising. I don't think so. You adapt to your situation. We've adapted adapted as humans. That's not compromising. And technically, you compromise with your surroundings. Is right. adapting. It's the right. same. You. I feel like changing is more willingness. Adapting and compromising is out of necessity. Yes. Yes. Well, compromise isn't out of necessity. Compromise is a choice you make with something else. Adapting is is because you have to adapt. Compromise is uh, halfway between changing and adapting. Adapting is you have to adapt. Because, like, I don't want to have a... I mean, realistically, I don't want to have a job right now, but I have to have one in order to provide. So so your your happiest moment is you're compromising. You're compromising having a job. If you were at your happiest, you would not have a job. Well, according to Michael Scott, there were five... Five, what is it, ways to negotiate? I don't know. There's oh, the, yeah. There's the win-win, there's the win-lose. Win-lose. There's a compromise, there's a win-lose, and there's a win-win-win. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way that we all win, if you couldn't tell. No, I don't know. I don't think there's... I think we've just... Amanda and I have adapted, and, like, the ways we've changed, like, now that we're having... Like a daughter, obviously. Mm-hmm. Tri- tri- triplets. We have both changed, I would say, 
I'd probably have changed. I would if not feel bad. I would not feel bad. Yeah, I would well, be. I would be at work right now. Budgetary yeah. restraint. <laughs> yeah, no. With like Ew. with us having like a kid on the way, I would say personality-wise, I've probably changed the most since that, and obviously, like you, you probably your personality has changed. You've become very matronly. No, I've just become more like. So my example is like I'm paying attention to like women's sports now. Oh god! When like a year oh, yeah, ago, yeah, like a year ago, you could hear me say, "Good God, it's women's sports! Turn it off!" Now you just hope your daughter has a chance at women's sports. Absolutely, that's all it is. We're getting her. In You're still game. thinking about your own economic future. Oh, of course. What parent isn't thinking about that? <laughs> Find me one. I'll show you a liar. <laughs> Preach. So, yeah. what else we got? All right. So, the last question we're going to dig into here today is: so we lose friends as humans as we get older. Yeah. Natural occurrence. It's what happens. Um, think about it this way: you were in high school at one time. You had all your high school friends. You go to college. Are any of you still in contact with all of the friends you had in high school? Every single friend? no, no, absolutely not. Are you, Corey? Of course, no. Is. I would say that Amanda and I are probably very like percentage-wise higher than normal. I'm higher than normal. I, I'm higher than normal, but <laughs> I wish I was higher than normal right now. No, he's saying um, he's saying all of them though. Well, I'm all just of saying, them, like, no. You lose touch from your friends, right? I would say I could. There are. Oh God, one. Maybe two people when I left high school that I was like, I'm going to be friends with them, you know, forever. I would still consider friends more like acquaintances now. So we but I would say distinguish between acquaintances and friends. No, I, I just said that. I was like, I would consider them now acquaintances. Okay. They're well, not friends. Then. I mean, they're friends, but you know what I'm saying. I'm like, if I would see them, I'd drop it, you know, say hi to them. But I would say out of all the people in high school that I was like, I'm going to be friends with them, I would say maybe... Okay, never mind. I just realized a couple more. Four. Yeah. Four that I was not. But that means that there are one, two, three, four, five, six that I still am and I consider them best friends. I have like two. I don't talk to them or anything, but if I see them on social media, I say hi. But one friend, I have a friend mm. from like great. You no, know I'm saying like I see them on like a weekly basis oh, or like I go on vacations. Like Amanda's one yeah. of them. The other ones I'm going to see this weekend because. I see them on a yeah, bi so physical location. Is, that's a like, pretty high. No, when I was living like, out six hours away, I would still drive to see yeah, you guys. True. I would drive to see the other ones. Like, I legitimately made a point, yeah. and that was the struggle of living far away. Is that I had in my mindset. So, how do you feel about drifting away from friends? Is it tough? Like, if when you lose for the so like the four that I I am thinking about right now that I've drifted away. Is it tough thinking about it? Yeah, because I feel like in that moment when we were younger, of like, okay, you know, I could really see these people being friends of mine for the long term. But when I really sit down and think about it, of we drifted apart for very natural reasons. They were going to school, maybe in different parts, or relationships just changed, dynamics changed within groups. They decided to make really unhealthy life choices, aka drugs, like very hard into that. Of, and I don't mean just casual smoking a little dope, like. So things were just forced to move in just ways that were not in line with where I was moving to my future and just, 
organically, it happened, and it is what it is. I mean, I'm, I'm going to, of all these people, I'm probably going to see them, one of them for sure, within the next two weeks. Yeah. Is it going to be weird? Yeah, probably. I don't know what I'm going to say to them, mm. but it, it is what it is. But I would say I'm probably a minority of, like, the, the amount of it. Granted, we went to yeah. a small school, yeah. but we also, I moved away, came back, and... I feel like you're definitely a minority. You're definitely like, a uh, So on a regular basis, you're saying you... How often do you speak with, like, these top ten friends <laughs> from high school? Weekly, if not daily. That's That's crazy. definitely in the minority. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure, weekly. So For like, sure. I will randomly... Either on social media or whatever, yeah. Strike up a conversation with some random high school people yep. or whatever, but I have zero yep. that I still talk to on the interesting. Basis. The, inter- with the interesting part that. about this, though, too, is that I don't feel that we all are in the same like mindset that we're all going to live in the same community, live in the same s- small town. Forever, nope. you know, we, we're all spread out, but we all, at a young age, came to like this weird understand. And I don't want to say weird, but I feel like, and I don't know if it was the community that we grew up in. Amanda, feel free to like add into this, but I feel like it's not just me and like these like ten or so people, or seven, five or seven or so people. But I feel like there's like pods of people within like the school and like the town we grew up in that like these people like just. Click and they mesh. Oh yeah, like my brothers. Like in clicks. And it's not even clicks. I don't want to say like in well, a negative way, but it's just like, like for some reason these there's like there's something inside of them that like I feel like we just meshed and it's just something that is going to hold us together. And it's not like this affinity of like hoorah this neighborhood and this school we went to high school with. It's just that maybe it's the common upbringing and the values that we kind of just were instilled at a young age. I don't know. Hello. Well, nice. no, but I, I mean, like, was, I mean, I don't know yet, but I feel yeah, like I mean. I'll kind of experience this a little bit, but like, I mean, my brothers both live basically in the same town. They now have their kids going to school with kids that they went to school with that are like the parents and they hung out like they were friends right. with them in high school and now like their kids are friends and, I don't know. Yeah, I just think it's kind of like... I see it, like, just living here in the last six months. That's a Minnesota thing. It's it's maybe not strictly Minnesota, but it's definitely Minnesota. Like, this area yeah, is very... You guys have that, where it's very communal like, yeah. in, in a large sense. Like, where I grew up, where Travis grew up, it's very clicky. Like, you have your groups of friends and your families that all hang out together, but... After that, it's over. Yeah, after that, like, it's very, it's almost feudal in yeah. a sense. Like, you hate those other families yeah. and those other clans That's exactly clans that fucking hang out together. Versus, like, around here, everyone is just, like, very personable and, like, they really want to know what's going on with you. Yeah. It's very communal. Right? Yeah, like, where I grew up and even where I went to high school, it's two different towns. So, where I grew up, we were not well-liked. Where I went to high school. Exactly. Like, what the hell does that? I feel like that. Like, like a town. Like, oh, one, you're not from one here. One town over, just because you're rivals in sports. Well, that happened with us too. Yeah, yeah but you're. Uh, it does. But I will but it say does. this. Like they. So you hear about Minnesota nice. You hear about all these things. They also have done like. What's weird about Minnesota? And you brought up clicky. Minnesotans are also very clicky. 
Like, we like our groups of people. It takes us a long time to accept new people and truly allow Oh, I agree with that. I would agree with that. Minnesotans are very, this is us. You need to prove to us that you I don't know. Maybe maybe their cliques are just a lot. It's a very large. Bigger in size than... I would would agree with that. I would say that, like, the group of friends of mine, of, like, the large group... There really hasn't been new people. New people. New the only people that the only people that are, that are getting in is if you're a significant other or a spouse of the yeah. other one. Of I mean, and it's not by like choice. It's just what by me by my standards. Shit, that group of friends of mine would be like fifty people deep, and yeah. you know that. Like it would be hella big, but hella. It, 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 it's <laughs> it's it is what it is. But like I said, I know that I'm the minority of. You are definitely because you still talk about these like ten close friends that you had in high school. I have like one close friend in high I school. I had maybe I still talk four to. or five like really close friends in high school, and that I thought for sure I would talk to them forever. We would always be friends oh, yeah. no matter what. And obviously, we're still friends. Mm-hmm. But even like amongst those five friends, there was disputes yeah. and like. Some of them didn't get along. Right. It's not like I could get these five people together, you know, and hang out like we do right now. Yeah, like, we have. Like, there's no freaking way. Like one time, I was at a, I was at a party. I had gone. I was invited to this party by one friend, a super close friend. I brought my other really close friend. All three of us were actually very close. Something went down at this party that brought up some uh, other shit. Me and the guy that uh, came to the party together ended up getting maced by my one really close friend's girlfriend. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude? So, like, that kind of shit. Like, I couldn't even have, like, this... I couldn't even go, like, with a group to, like, vacation like right. you guys do. But, anyway, I digress. Those five super close friends that I have, I don't talk to any one of them on a regular basis. Really? Not by choice. Just... It just happens. Yeah. Yeah. I wish and it I would. Okay. I wish And this did. is not me calling you out at all. Call me out. I'm not calling you out. Well, I'm, I'm just literally saying it's not you calling me He's out. He's saying no offense. No, I'm saying, <laughs> exactly. I'm saying that I don't know. So because I, when I moved away, could have I chosen to just say, see ya, and see you to the rest of them? I could have, I could have done that. I did that. I will admit and that's if, exactly what I did. If yeah. I would have done that, do, would have I been sitting at this table because of these five, six, seven people, man is obviously one of them. If I would have said that, I don't know if I'd be sitting at this table tonight. I don't know if I would be going the weekend or have been on the vacation that it was last year to Cabo with the other six or seven people. I don't know if I would have. I, inside of me, deem these people of I want them to be in my life forever, and I feel that their presence is valuable to me, and that I consider them all family yeah, and friends, I, and that I put in a v- very strong and hard effort in the example of I would drive six hours to hang out for all of 12 hours with people okay. just to be part of their lives so that I did not miss a beat, even though I chose to further my career okay. in a place. So I sacrifice things because I... I some reason I don't want to say some reason, but I value these relationships. And I'm not saying any negative. I you, did, well, but it was work. I know you're trying not to like offend me, but you already have. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's very offensive. Here's the thing: like I didn't just move away and say "see ya later." Like I will right. not be back ever again. 
But where I grew up, there is zero opportunity for careers, yep. for any type of advancement, for yep. any type of uh, flourishment whatsoever. Like, you are in poverty. You are in the shit. If yep. you're not trying to get out, then I'm saying see ya. Yep. Because we all had the same education. We all had, like, the same opportunities. And I got out immediately. And, and, a, lot of, and a lot of them... But a lot of them did, and then they went back. Comfort. And it just bugs the shit out of me that they will not... Like, I will make the effort if I... But I don't go back home. Right. I do not right. go back home. Yep. Okay? I, I agree with you. So there's nothing out there for me. If I were to go back home and they wanted to reach out to me or I say, hey, I'm coming back for the weekend, you want to, like, do something. But no, they all just, like, settled into this rut of, like, I'm going to um, try to say this the most le- the least offensive way possible. <laughs> they all settled down, started families... And you know, just did the thing. But the the difference is, they're starting families in this like area of like zero economic uh, opportunity whatsoever. It's like you have to leave. You just have to get out. Right. And that's the way it is. And if you uh, don't want to make that effort, I've never actually like said this to them, or I've never actually, you know, voiced this opinion. But if you're not going to make that effort. I really don't want right. anything to do with you. I agree with and you. I'm not saying, like, I'm the most successful person and I look down on you for not trying to make something better of yourself. Right. But you knew the facts. And you, I mean, these people have all stated to me, like, I got to get out, we got to get out, we got to go to, even like, we got to go to college or we just got to move away. And they've all said that to me and they all ended up back home. Yeah. Okay. And it's very hard for me to get back home because there's nothing out there for me, okay? So that's what led me to, like, not cut ties, but just, like... Oh, no, I agree with you. I'm in the, and I'm in the touch. process of, like, cutting ties with a lot of college friends. cutting ties, though. It's just losing touch. It's just losing touch. Honestly, like, the one friend that I still have in high school, like, will talk on... And I shouldn't say friend. Like, I can start up a conversation with anybody that I knew back in high school, but the one that I actually still <laughs> randomly talked to on the internet, he moved to Oregon the moment he graduated, and I was the only one who went to the college I went to. Like, we were the two who got away from everybody else. So, yeah. You're, you're, that was just our plan. We're like, we're not going anywhere where any of these people are. Like, we want to get out. And that was something, actually, that, like, another thing back to, like, life lessons I learned. Like, my parents basically told me at a young age, get out. Go away. Don't come home. Go somewhere else. Like, experience things. Like, look what we have. You should want better. I learned that from a lot of people that would they like would go away to college, but they would come back every single weekend. I never went back. And guess what? You they, no, I never did either. Yeah. Like, obviously, I <laughs> no. been, uh, I had some interesting living situations <laughs> since I've been since yeah. I was seventeen years old. Like, but uh. Some of them would just go back every single weekend. It's like, what are you missing out on? That's back there that you can't just go, yeah. you know, catch up on. Right. One I was, I was saying, I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit that I su- I suffered from heavy, heavy separation anxiety. Right. I, <laughs> I went to three different colleges <laughs> before I ended up at the University of Minnesota. So that's four colleges. Yeah. Wow. 
Actually, yeah, I was. I was. I was. Uh, yep. Went to four different colleges, or was enrolled in four different colleges before I finally found the college that was right for me. Um, so five colleges? No, it's four. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The math doesn't work. Um, just anyway, um, he didn't go to college for math. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> and okay. Honestly, though, that experience alone, as sometimes it, it's no longer embarrassing for me at all. I mean, clearly, I just shared it with everyone listening. And with everyone here... All um, 28,000 Hell yeah. Um, I mean, it's no longer embarrassing for me because it was ultimately, I mean, a huge, huge opportunity for me for me to grow. But what I really think it helped me with is, I had yes, I had separation anxiety of, like, you know, leaving where I was familiar with. But now I look back and growing up into a, growing up in a small 1,500 farming community essentially of I appreciate and I value the, the the home and what you're familiar with but I also appreciate the complete opposite of it I appreciate what you know what's familiar with to me but after getting kind of over that little weird two-year hump or a year and a half hump I went to you know the University of Minnesota and then I moved away to a different state and didn't know a single soul and obviously I've gotten past that point in my life where I was okay with being with people I had no idea and being in an unfamiliar zone or area. But that opportunity itself, I feel like, gave me yeah. a perspective that is invaluable. A perspective that I appreciate being somewhere that's comfortable, but I appreciate being someplace that's completely foreign and that you are just no one. No one knows you. You're flying under the radar. And there's this exhilaration that I have I loved of that. that moment. And then there's that moment where I'm home and I'm comfortable of that you can take a deep breath. And I love both of them. And I feel like I'm in an amazing spot in life right now where I can appreciate and thrive in both places. That I feel like if I wouldn't have had that moment where you're saying of people who couldn't move away. Or people who moved away and came back of I... In my own experience, I think it was a blessing, had my foot kind of in both areas, yeah. and I loved it. Yeah. Granted, yes, I came out on the other side, completely different person, and am able to now thrive in different places where some people just can't, but my personal opinion, I wouldn't change a thing. I would not change a thing well, at all, it, despite being like, oh, I wish I went to the U, you know, my freshman year, right. made the fre- freshman con- like connection to friends. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I know, but I wouldn't do anything different. What's really weird is, like, going back to our conversation earlier, like, you said uh, you used to be super social. I mean, obviously, you still are. Yeah. But you were, like, you had a, like, wide circle of friends. In and high school, like, for sure. Your social network's, like, just as big as it can be. And I freaked out. Right, but like, and I came from uh, an outlook on life, like a very uh, introverted outlook on life, Uh, and now I've changed, I still have that, like obviously I can't change my personality, but I have made like a conscious effort to like do that and be more, you know, socially aware, but uh, I feel like you and I have come to like a crossroads where we have the same outlook on life where like right. we're, we're comfortable uh being by ourselves uh we don't need necessarily to have like a big social network or a big group of friends we appreciate it though right but uh it's really weird seeing that like we've come from like two completely different you know uh, backgrounds 
but we have the same outlook at this moment. Like, like it's, awesome. it's yeah. almost like a crossroads. Absolutely, it's really cool. But uh, that's just you know kind of something that I thought about when you were talking earlier. But uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, yeah, you guys pretty much talked about the same thing I had to talk about. So I got one more question. Otherwise, unless you guys want to quit it, keep going, quit it. You guys want to continue going? Otherwise, what's your you question? It's basically these are the. Is it five minutes long? No, I, I think we could have some fun with this one actually. So it's basically, it's from the Huffington Post. No oh, God, statsy lads. It's not a stats, so we're gonna continue this here. Um, it's basically these are. Corey talked for a minute. He, I heard him say he's at the crossroads or he's at a point in his life where he's either starting or he's thinking about cutting ties with friends. I think I heard you say that. Um. The Huffington Post broke down, basically, I can't think of it, what it is, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, the nine types of people you should get rid of in your life as you reach the late 20s and early 30s, what they consider to be adulthood nowadays. Yeah. So let's get into that. That. Um, the first friend... Again, this is people you should get rid of immediately as you enter in your adult life. Now think of this. This is minus the obvious type of people. Uh, liars, people who are extremely rude, people who have hurt you in your previous life, people who steal. We're, we're getting rid of the extremely obvious like, oh, this guy murdered somebody. Like, Jesus. I'm not going to be his friend anymore. Like, we're getting Weirdly, rid of... Weirdly, though. <laughs> Oh, oh, there's a story. We went to high school with a guy who personally Continue. murdered. Wait, what? You guys went to high school with somebody who murdered somebody? I did. Yeah. Well, we're whispering yeah. now. Yeah. Dude, you, how did you not know that? Okay, you guys can't whisper when we're on a podcast. Okay, so we, I played, Horrible radio. I, I played football with a guy <laughs> who, like, as of, what was it? I don't know. Four, five months ago, six months ago? He's literally on trial right now for murder. Good like, God! Of like, what? He took out like some random like so. I think it was like an acquaintance of his, his his friends or daughter or something or friend or something. Out to this field and like beat her to shit and she oh died. My God, a girl. Yeah, dude. Google him. Okay. It's fucked up. I'm glad I didn't go to your high school. Well, it wasn't our high school. It was a private high school we were paired with for... for no yeah, way! private school. Okay. He was a private school kid. Anyways. Oh, uh, it's always... Yeah, but Travis had really good counselors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prepared him great for that. It's always the private school kids who are the craziest when they get older. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So here Spread are the people that you need to get rid of immediately as you enter your adult life. Wait. What are we waiting for? Okay, Mike. Mike is in the kitchen. He's turning the water on. Anyways, all right. So the first friend, the friend who is passive aggressively mean to you just to be mean or to criticize you. I honestly think we would that's, all not be. I was gonna say. So other. that's Mike and Travis to me. So oh, that's you to me. Mike to me. Amanda to you too. <laughs> Well, that's just in our, like that's, that to you. That's just in our texting conversations. I honestly yeah. think, though, like in our group of friends, and this is just how I was raised too. I was always told if we're not picking on you, that's when we're not your friend. Right. Like yeah. if we're not giving you shit, that's right. when we don't care about. Yeah, we you. care enough to give you shit, hoping that you're going to change your ways. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> or then we'll do it very passive aggressively. Or we'll just we'll just say stupid shit until we all get bored and have to go back to work because we're texting during the day. <laughs> well, that's that. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so the next friend is the friend who only sees the negative in the world. Negative Nancys is what I like to call them. Do you guys have any of those friends in your life? Somebody oh, who's just never positive. Absolutely. And I don't want to... I think to... my dad is. <laughs> Dad's a negative Nancy? So I don't you guys like a buzzkill. I don't want to say who it is, but it isn't a relative of mine. And it's so her. She is... God, this is how she always has always been. Just a negative Nancy. It's like... My dad, my dad will always just be like... We'll be watching like, a sports game. Be like, well... Like, we'll be up next. Is, oh. it, is it a Minnesota sports thing? Yeah, well, well that's just everybody oh, that from is, Minnesota. That's not fair. But it's not even a sports thing. I sometimes, you like, sometimes. It's a sports thing. Well, I was giving an example of, like, okay. oh, well, they're probably going to miss the field at the end of the game. Like, okay, fuck you. Like, what the hell? Come on. Now we're going to miss it. I mean, that's or, every. That's a Minnesota sports thing. But then he'll, like, that's say. That's a national epidemic for yeah, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But then he'll, like, say things like that, like, outside of sports things, too, where he'll just be like, did you literally just like jinx us or just say something? Like, right. what the fuck? Come I have on. the same like I have the same issue with this relative. It's like and he'll uh, just laugh it up. Like, like not funny, bro. But but this chick, she is like super negative about everything. But it's like it's always like, oh, I never get to see you. Uh, the, the, I wish things like were the way they used to be. And like, she's had a lot of like very bad experiences in her life. Yep. Uh, a lot of bad luck, hard luck, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want. But. But even, like, when you, so, like, when I go back home, you know, and get reunited with all these people, it's always the same thing. It's always, like, oh, I wish we hung out more. Like, we're hanging out now. Why are you focusing on the fact that we don't get to hang right, out yeah. much? Because if we have a great time right now, guess what? I'm going to make a point to us seeing us each other more. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But if you're going to sit here and be, like, oh, bah humbug, but it's, but I it's always it, right. Yeah, exactly. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's hard to explain, but it's, like... It's tough even, to hang out even, with somebody you don't want to hang out with. But I do want to hang out with her. The thing is, she always just brings up the fact that, like, we don't oh, things are so negative, and, like, we never get to see each other. Like, like we are literally seeing each other right now. Right. I get it. We don't get to see each other very often. But why don't we just enjoy this versus, like, focusing on, right. like, the fact that we never get to see each other. Right. Yeah. All right. So, so I have next... that. I definitely have that in, like, my own family. Yeah. So the next friend is the friend who takes and takes and never gives back or says thank you. See, I don't – so I'm going to just be blunt with you right now. All these people that you've explained so far – I don't think <laughs> they're all of us. No, no, I don't think I don't. I haven't been able to write. That's what he was about to. He say. literally pointed at all. I that's what he was about to say. I haven't, I haven't say. been able to relate to a single one except for the last one of like my dad being negative Nancy. But he just like has this weird quirk of him of like he has to. But like really? I've cut these people out like yeah, for was, a reason of like I haven't been able hell to no. to him yet. See ya. I've already like, flushed. That's yeah. I think this list is so. If it's family, list. though, you don't get to pick your family. That's true. That's right. why they're saying if it's friends. So we've already like true. we've done the correct. Thing. My 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 own situation like is going to relate back to family mostly because those are the friends you can't cut out. Yeah, but even like <laughs> family, thing. like I can pick and choose but who I want to be closer with than not. True. In what? Like with family. Yeah, I get that, but that's why they say no matter what, though, you're still gonna hang out with your family. You'll be exposed you to them. can't pick well, your family. We can choose a friend to never see for five years. Well, I can if we choose really that. With, okay, maybe it's different for me because I have eight thousand cousins, which I guess like you do too, kind of. Corey's related to the town. Yeah. Catholics. But no, no. If I don't, oh, shit. just corny farmers. Bang 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 bang. Like, if I don't want to see a cousin, I'm not going to see them. Yeah. 
Like that's pretty. No, it's super obvious easy. and easy. Oh yeah. And if I want to see them, like I'll make the effort. No, no, no. We get for that. a reason. I'm just saying, like that's the saying is you don't get to pick your family, but you get to choose your friends. Right. Yeah. So the next friend then is the friend who you always have to make plans with. What do you mean? Basically, like they're never gonna say like, "Hey, let's hang out." It's always you reaching out to them. Oh yeah. Do you have those? Yeah, I do. You three. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. I do, but, us a weeks ago. but it's Who, very... Res- Mike did. What? what? How? Real quick, like Corey, pause. The biking thing. What biking thing? Biking. I did not ghost you. Well, I literally had an excuse. Think. I had an excuse. Not a legit one. Travis wasn't even there. Yeah, so? I wasn't there. <laughs> oh God, I'm not your friend. Oh, darn. You were, you were, that would have been weird. So, so Travis wasn't there, and you weren't 100% to be there. Yeah, I was. I literally Brian texted li- you that morning and your said, br- hey. You can't trust her brother. That's your brother all. literally was yeah. like, your brother was literally like, well, Travis isn't going to be there, so you don't have to show up. And also, uh, man, I was like. What might, I'll say is just don't might, trust her brother. Might meet us there, might not. So you, all you have to do is say, hey, Amanda, are you going to meet She's doing there? a phone motion with her hands okay. right and I said, yes, also, my God, I am actually. Also, I legitimately didn't just like, come up with a random excuse. I woke up with a migraine. How long did it take for you to get rid of that migraine? Like four or five hours. Oh, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to vouch yeah, for him, but I have migraines that will shut my day down. Whatever, it doesn't matter. And most of the time it happens on a weekend. I feel like... Either this way, is a this coffee in the morning. You're thrown off of your routine. This is a side note or whatever, Sidebar. but like it is every single weekend I wake up with a headache. It's not it's because like I do too. Like the stress of the week like builds up. I actually do. You you get off of your you schedule. You don't it's because I don't drink coffee at like You don't wake up you don't wake up in the morning and get on that fucking buzz yeah. of caffeine right away. It's exactly like you what literally it is. if you if I sleep in for an hour, I wake up with a fucking two hour headache. Yeah, because it's a caffeine headache, that's all it is. Okay. It's not. But I also I also get like light sensitivity migraines that just Bro, like right in my eyebrows. This is a real thing. It just Regardless. shuts my fucking Regardless, down. Circle, bringing it back. We asked you to hang out and you ended up not showing up. So don't say that. You basically we don't said ask f you, you Amanda. Oh god. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Next type of friend. Next. Oh, no, Corey has a friend here who no. also does that. Uh, but I feel like it's reciprocated. Him and I are literally the exact same person. Yeah, non-committal. So you never. Yeah. So to each other. Is non-committal friend on there? Because I should have got rid of Corey a long ass time ago. Wait, what are we talking about? Bro, non-committal. Any, Mike and I would not be. Anytime <laughs> we ask you to do something, it's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll find out. And then like the day that it's going on, you're like, yes or no. Like you're not a for sure yes or no, ever. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll see. I'll agree. You, this, are, you, you are, are never a yes or no. options open. Yes. Oh, one hundred percent, and that's the way I live my life. I know yeah, you do. I'm not. Fair. I'm not being negative yeah. about it, but that is you. You want to know how many it's times? It's really hard to make plans. Yeah, with you. I feel like you, you should wanna, be first come, first serve. You want to know how many times my family has flipped <laughs> shit on me for this reason? <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah, because us three have you our own text conversation. Yeah, you know how many times we want to flip shit on you for this conversation? It's like I don't even want to. You know how much us three hang out without you? Like, <laughs> you guys want to do something? I don't know, Corey. We'll have to ask Corey the morning of. Yeah. No. Well, Please do. That's perfect. I don't like making plans. I don't like making plans. I don't oh, either. Good luck in a relationship. I've never met somebody that doesn't like making plans less than I do, and that is you. And that is. 
I will 1,000% like, watch I'm not, that. I'm not a plan he maker. He is the king of... I hate see, making plans. But you are 10 times And you're worse. pissing him off. That's <laughs> how much you are. I hate, hate making so plans. So do I. I'm like, I can fly and by I, the seat of my pants yes, yes, kind of guy. Yes, yes. And this is going to sound super selfish and super... Like, oh, it's very selfish just from you saying that. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to keep is. my options open because I want to yeah. do the best thing possible. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's fair. Sorry. We, 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 no, we understand. We get it. You're not on this list of people to cut out of your life, though. But so this, so this, the, so what I'm talking about, this guy, 100, 100% the same as me. <laughs> so that's me and you when we try to make plans? Yes. You know how me and Corey make plans? You guys don't. Right. <laughs> Corey texts me, hey, you want to do this? Yes. In five minutes? <laughs> Oh yes, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> right. I will text him and be like, "Hey, just got done with the gym. What are you doing? Uh, just got on the bike ride. Want to get food? Why well, already ate? I'll grab a beer. All right, cool. See you in a bit. Like that's our plan. <laughs> like, yeah, we're we're like, okay. if we're available, we're available. We're doing I, that. And I yeah. used to be like that, but oh. now it's kind of like, well, we just ate dinner at five thirty, like we always do. Like, so let's go get some beers and apps, baby. It's dinner plans. Like I'm not gonna eat apps. I just ate. I don't want to. Literally, we. It. So yeah, we did. That. We had the exact conversation the other day. It was like two weekends ago. Yeah. Corey texted me. I just got back from the gym. I'm starving. I was like, well, I just ate like a normal person. But I'll come out and have a beer. <laughs> like, that's how we make we plans. Yeah. I really do appreciate that. Like, it, oh, yeah. it, it fits my style. I, I wish we, I got to de- turn down plans. Like and then we... And then we got, I wish I was able to turn those down. I'm pretty sure we asked you guys and you said no. You and then we got drunk. Yeah, and then uh, he just passed out my couch and I woke up the next morning and... Was, was, I was gone. Yeah. Like a gentleman. <laughs> right. Duh. Of course. I snuck but, out right, in the middle next of the night. The friend who pl- is always the victim. Somebody who's... It's always someone else's fault. Okay. I'm the Don't bad. have when I cut Can that I go back video. to that same family member? Yeah. The mi- mis- this person, you need to cut this person out. I can't. The family yeah. member. Yeah. I'm just joking. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Damn. You can cut family members out, but it takes extreme situations. Extreme measures. Oh, it absolutely does. And I'll argue that. I can't. She's bubble. probably listening. What? Oh. And now she knows who it is. <laughs> anyway, same thing. Super negative. Always a victim. It's the exact same person. That was Corey's O face. Next. That's not who you're thinking. So, bye. I know who you're talking okay. about. Okay. Uh, Alright, the friend who still acts like life is a college party. Me. <laughs> that is so, Corey. So, so, if you, if you I, have I all these friends together, it's Corey. Just cut <laughs> Corey out of your life. This is fucking me. Is this? Okay. Can we just take a moment? He's wearing his fucking college <laughs> If I had a USD polo, I would wear it. Okay, can we just take this moment? Are we having an, an intervention no. moment? Because <laughs> this is the Huffington Post. I feel like I'm being attacked. Take it or leave it how you want. I feel like I'm being attacked at the moment. <laughs> but bro. here's what I'll say. I did read these ahead of time, and this was the one where I was like, oh, yeah, Corey, duh. <laughs> here's what I'll say. Is this... What was the... Go ahead. Sorry. Corey, you... Here's where I'm gonna. Here's, I'm gonna you're gonna get upset. I don't know if you'll get upset. You might just get a little aggravated. Actually, he doesn't care. You don't want to show your face on the podcast. Correct. Correct. But during Memorial Day, you got shit face drunk to where the cops almost arrested you True. in a town close to where you work and live, yes. to where somebody had to vouch for you so you didn't get taken into jail. Preach. Travis and I legit had a conversation about this. I, this is the I first. This is the first thing what that came to mind. You're more embarrassing in real life than you are on the podcast. No, what I'm saying. <laughs> is, yes. 
What I'm saying is, you don't want to show your face, but yet you're willing to do that in public? I didn't do it willingly. Well, you sort, who, who sort forced of, the drinks wait, down your well, I didn't want to be like taken to jail. Wait, <laughs> but someone to be taken to jail. But that's what that was the first thing that came to my mind when I read this. Still like a college party. I'm like, Corey almost got fucking arrested. I was taking a nap on a bench outside okay. of a bar at two a.m. Arrest me if I can't take a nap. But would you have been like super drunk? Would have I been? Yeah. Would they have taken you into detox? Yeah. Oh, for sure. So would you rather do that or show your face on a podcast? No, I'll show my face for sure. Okay. Next. 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 But that was the first thing that came to my mind. Great, thanks. Fucking Corey. (laughs) So you guys going to cut me? (laughs) Uh, The friend with no empathy. Somebody who doesn't feel any thoughts for the other person. Hate that shit. Nope, cut don't it. Have it. I honestly don't have any. Well, I have one, but it's it's not my choice in the friend group. So how so? It's not in here. Not in our oh, friend group. Is it Mike? Yes. He's just associated with. No, no. different friend group. Don't I want? I how never so? have wanted him to be part of the group. Uh, it's been part of the group by association. Really? Just a complete He's sociopath. Like oh, that's weird. like not sociopath. No, no, but no more I get so what like you're saying. Very well. I realize that, but like. I don't want to throw around sociopath flippantly like it's like a, you know, just more so like very into himself, doesn't care about the group, yeah. is not like, if we'll go and do something, he does not pull his weight, it's just a piece of shit in my mind. Yeah, but Those people are the worst. Like somebody who can't look at somebody and say like, oh, I do feel bad for them or something. Yeah, like no. That. Nothing like that? No. Yeah, gross. Because it's all in for himself. Okay, so the next You have more than one friend group. Yeah. Which, yeah, I have Dick. like uh, The seven. three of us, this is our friend group. When we say the friend group, this is it. So do I. Well, we do have a second. We do have a second friend group. It's, it's Mike, it's Travis, group, and Amanda. It's this group, Mike. Sans Corey. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You guys don't want to party when he's outside with yeah. his college friends and his high school friends. All right. So the next friend. Now that I'm reading this, this is gonna sound horrible. Oh, Fuck you, dude. Can we just stop no. this? The friend who ditches you for other people. Okay. Fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Classic Corey. Okay. All right. We'll move past that. <laughs> the friend. Uh, I, I disagree with that one anyway. Yeah. Like, the, you got a friend that's got something going on. Like, other Just friends. Just because I have options doesn't make right. him an asshole. No, I think what they're saying is the person. Open. Yeah, I think what they're saying is somebody who, like, makes plans with you, then ditches right. you. Right. I never do that because I don't ever do it. Corey plans. doesn't ditch. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't Corey's not a good enough friend to make plans with you. Hey, I started using a calendar. I'm starting to I'm starting Whoa! to make plans. Started with weddings this year. Weddings have made the calendar. All right, so what the, else is going on there next year? Yeah. Birthdays. When's your wedding? A couple years? Wedding. Continue. A year from next. now? Next. Ten bucks says he's married within two years. Oh, yeah. It's going to be quick. I would. But I agree with you. We're betting on the same thing. No, we can't do oh. that. Okay. You want odds? Next question. Yeah, next. Yeah, next. Let's do uh, The friend who thinks you're their therapist. That's the last friend you need to get rid of. The friend who just always, constantly talks to you about their issues. I so assume you, okay. that means never asks you about your okay, life. Okay, I was gonna Only say, talks about their No, life. because I, so, me as a person, I enjoy being that person. The therapist? Part. Yes, I do, because I feel like... I like that, too. I, I want, if, if it's like the three of us, I want... Mike to confide me. I want Travis to confide yeah, me. I want Amanda to confide me. And we me. do. And I want you to literally just feel so open to me that you can just vent to me. And But I know that I don't have anybody that I'm in a relationship or friendship with that 
they don't reciprocate it because it is reciprocated. If I need to vent to that person, they hear me. I mean, Amanda and Travis, for example, how many times when I, when I was living in Bismarck and Sioux Falls would I call and vent oh, the God. shit? Hours. <laughs> he would talk to her for hours. That's all in Corey. the middle of our shows. That's all Corey does is vent, though. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't only vent. He oh, bitches. He doesn't complains, <laughs> But he vents as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's... I'll, but I'll, I'll go huge... if I can vent for two hours. Here's what I'll say about that, though. Venting is a great thing because it doesn't put it on your shoulders. And you get it out. You right. talk about it. Right. Yeah. And I'm not looking for you, you guys to, have... to solve my problems. It's me. I just need to vocalize it. You need to it talk it out. It was a very good skill today is like... Listening? Being able to take that vent. An active Listen. listener. Yeah. Active Not just listening. Yes. Active listener. Somebody who can actually reciprocate, ask questions. Like, get you yeah, to talk uh-huh. more about Don't it. Don't sit uh-huh. on your phone while I'm venting you. Well, because, duh. God, we fell asleep so many times. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, Corey's really good at that. But uh, th- those were the nine friends. Seven and of them were Corey. I was going to say, seven of the nine were <laughs> it was, me. It did sound kind of bad because that last one when I was like, oh shit, this one now that we talked about First it. First of all, I don't have nine friends. Yeah, me either. So, get I just, this. I disagree with that whole thing. Statsy Watsy bust out here at the very end. Statsy Watsy. So, as male and females, we make more friends up to the age of 25. That is our pinnacle of making the most possible friends. Right? Uh-huh. This was another study done. I'm not going to say the numbers or anything like that. But after the age of 25, we lose friends rapidly. Women losing them initially at a faster rate than men, but women then in a later in life hang on to friends longer. I was than actually men just, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little statsy watsy to this right now. I was reading an article, and I'm going to send it to you, Travis. Gross. And uh, it was either GQ, I think it was a GQ article, about how this, this guy was. Married, had a few kids, whatever, and he's saying how, what the hell? Women, once they have kids, all of a sudden have this girl click and these friends. Mom's group. Just listen, listen. That they are talking about their kids. Yep. They're talking about the size of their husband's penis. penis. They're talking about the sex, all this stuff. And the husband, Massive. the husband Massive. is saying, then the husband that wrote this article is lie. is like, I don't want to be having these relationships. Relationships anymore. It's like I have relationships with my kids. I have relationships with my other kids about my other kids. I have relationships with my wife about these people. At that point, he's like, I just want to come home and have a drink and not socialize with people after a day of work. I don't want to have these groups. He's like, however, I'm extremely jealous of my wife yeah. and her girlfriends who know everything about the size of my penis and our sex life. That he's like, I want to open my eyes and my horizons and have these guy groups now who know everything about my wife's vagina and I know everything about their wife's yeah. vaginas. He's like, it's weird though. He's like, because traditionally, everything flips. He's like, we have all these friends and then the minute that we have kids... These do know everything. The moment that these, these, like, these couples have kids and the wives have kids... They become this super clique and these friends, and they start gaining friends when the men start losing yeah, or becoming I think that's more just a natural, because the guys aren't going to go out and have fun anymore with the boys. I think that's just well, yeah, that's a natural almost occurrence. It's kind it's, of it's kind of the thing where like uh, guys like, had their fun. Now you go to work and you you need to provide. Like oh, yeah. you want to go out and have fun with your friends, and I'm not classifying you in this. I'm next after you're done. Yeah, because Amanda <laughs> is the last. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where I was going with it, she's the last person to ever complain about me going out. Right. 
Like, she never does. And I think that's part Disagree. of her family growing up. <laughs> yeah. It's like she respects and understands guys need their time. Right? Everyone needs their time. Yeah, but I think she understands, like, even just because you have kids, guys still need their time. Everyone needs their time. Yeah, okay. Everyone needs their Thank time. You. I'm on Corey's side here. I'm not. I don't know what side I'm on. You're just saying guys is the yeah, like girls don't need their time. Oh no 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 no! no. You're, 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 yeah. You're, yeah, go ahead, Amanda. I don't know where I was okay. going with that. I got interrupted. Yeah. So my thing is, is that like, okay, I get the whole girls lasting relationships later in life, guys, blah blah whatever. But the difference is, is that like, if I want to go out with my girlfriends, I can do Sunday brunch, hit up mimosas, go shopping, and come and be home by five. You would do that. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. And Let's it's get fine. What you guys have to do is you'd be like, well, we're leaving on Thursday night and we're going to get slammed and then we're going to wake up Friday morning and we're going to get slammed all day. Okay, we have then, way better plans And then get a rally and then Saturday we're going to wake up and just drink and trash ourselves and then I'll be home Sunday. So what? So, so what? Giant, so what? Like, Hang out spectacle. What you're saying is that we take full advantage of our time. Yeah. No, no, no. This is 100%. So this is a we real. Capitalize. This is like a real phenomenon, and we're going through this, right? Amanda's baby shower is next weekend, yes. right? So one of the big like complaints and issues with baby showers is women are what not allowed. Like, what does a guy do when he's having a kid or getting married? Goes away for the weekend and gets shit faced. And now women are doing this more often in Nashville, right? But for like baby showers, this is the the most shower. relevant experience uh, or example that I have. What are we gonna do? A keg, like we're gonna have a keg and we're gonna finish it, whether keg. it's five of us or twelve of us. It do doesn't it. matter. We're gonna get drunk. What does a girl do? do she it. has to invite her family, has to invite her friends. Prim we all proper. sit around prim and proper. And I honestly think like women like Amanda, probably newer aged women are sick and tired of being like, why do I have to do a prim and proper thing when my husband's getting shit-faced so, okay. with his boys? What would you like to do? Well, first off, I she can't, can't get shit-faced. I know you can't. I'm not saying do that. But would yeah. you rather have a grill-out where the girls and the guys can get shit-faced around you? Well, okay, first off, a baby... Or would you rather stay sober? I mean, I'm not being like a dickhead. I'm just asking you, what would you rather have? A baby shower is different. You yeah. can't classify it. But, I mean, in terms of, like, bachelor and bachelorette parties, which, I mean... I, I think know. bachelorette that, parties are talking getting about worse like than a wedding shower. Yeah, now. wedding shower. Like, I would much rather, yeah, like, have people over, sit outside, grill, We're kind of the darts. Yeah. We're like, sort of the same chill type, like, though, I don't we would need, prefer that. Like, I don't want to get dressed up. I don't need to have, a, like, food catered in. Yeah. Like, we don't need to... I think to you just got to do it. That was, what's, that was oh, what was perfect about my bachelor party is it was just like, yeah, it, we went away, but like what Mike scheduled was basically just like, let's just hang out. Like that was the best part. Best Riding bachelor back. party ever. Riding some sketchy buses with disco <laughs> balls inside. Yeah. But that was the best part is it wasn't. But what I'm saying is I think more women are now getting to the point to where they're like, we want to have fun. Like, how come we can't have fun? And that's we why Nashville... We never said you couldn't. Well, no, exactly. My, we no, never did. But my thing is that I can go out and have fun in three or four hours with my girlfriends. You guys need to take an entire fucking three-day weekend. <laughs> no, we just, like, prefer to. We just... Well, okay, our vacation. Can I, can I just that's say this? Can I just we say just this? save our vacation Can I just days. say this? That the weekends that the boys have is making up for all the time that we've had to oh, wait dear. when the girls have gotten ready for fucking every single know, night man. they're going We're out. We're going to lose that argument <laughs> real fast. I'm yeah, sorry. Corey's on his own here. Corey's on his own. I would just like to say, you take as long as you want. 
<laughs> do you, girl? <laughs> do you, girl? Corey's on his own I'm just, there. I'm just trying your books. Yeah. Trying. Corey's new girlfriend, just take your grabbing, time. Grabbing for straws. I hated that. Is it a girl and a friend? But honestly, I'm going to go... I don't know why this is. It, who knows if it's a masculine thing... But if I'm going to go out and do something like this, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to take, take an extra day. day or two. Yeah. Like, I I have that option because I'm not pregnant, because I don't have to take care of kids, because I'm not, because I am single. Like, I, that's what I enjoy most about being single, actually. Well, I think even like, when if I, we... if, I, if I have to fucking go to the dentist on a fucking Friday, <laughs> I'm taking Wednesday and Thursday off. <laughs> okay? That's extreme. Like, I got that option. <laughs> Physically and emotionally prepare for your like, That's what I enjoy most about being where I am in life. And I'm sorry, Amanda, that you don't have that option. I think no, that's... And I, I feel for you. She has that I, option. I don't... You don't because you have a that. you have another human being. But no, okay. So we can we talk about this really quick. So no, because of this what diaper are, keg, we're not going to be drunk for the whole weekend. I mean, I hope. No, it's just a day. But it's an entire day. I took Friday off for that. But yours could have been a day if we didn't have other events going on. No, it could. No, it wouldn't be. But that's what I'm saying. And you could have made it a sort of event. But the but you're doing it on the, Sunday. That's the, your, that's the downfall. No, the essence of a baby Are shower is Saturday. the essence of a baby shower when is Amanda dad's... sit here. Everyone go in a half moon around her. It's very traditional. And everybody give her a gift. She opens it. Someone around, like it's it's opening wedding gifts. Like that's what, so, what we did. It's very it's unfortunately like said, a shitty tradition. I hate it's saying. prim and proper. It's tradition. In all honesty, I wish they would change it, but. Why yeah. not do, my question older... is, why not do it on the ga- engagement party? Do like a bigger engagement party or like what? a pre-wedding party and say, fuck y'all, if you want to do this some weird-ass bullshit. Because here, here's, here's a little technique when eventually you have kids. Guess what? You want the free gifts. Oh, no, I'm not saying don't give them <laughs> the free gifts. You gotta gift. stick to your tradition so you get all the good You gotta shit. stick to your tradition to support your parents but, and grandparents and things like that. Like, as a new age woman, you should thing. definitely do something else, like besides a baby shower. I agree. But you do the bachelorette party. They should do... Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, that's all she gets is a bachelorette party? <laughs> what? She had, a bachelor- she had a bachelorette party and a shower. Travis had a bachelor party. Bro. What was his second? Dude, dude, you're Can gonna I? lose that argument. I'm just asking a question. You're gonna lose that argument. I'm- I would just like to say Travis and Mike do not agree oh with Corey I'm really on just this. asking a fucking can I also, question. Can I also point out, like, Travis, how many days did you take off for your bachelor party? Like, Two, two days. Yeah. I took a full week off. Yeah, he did. He did. I remember that. When I asked him, he's like, yeah, I'm off all week. Like, why? I'm because already it's your here. bachelor party. I took, <laughs> I took a Monday through Friday off, so I had the Saturday through Sunday. Oh, I, I had literally got... nine days off. Even if he doesn't get married. I remember being super jealous. That was like, the best. You. I don't Fucking even care if he gets married or not. Eventually, we're having a bachelor party. Hell for yeah. Him. We can have yeah. a bachelor party. Yeah. I'm we're a gonna bachelor. do it once a year for my. I'm a bachelor. Should we do it next week? <laughs> next Can't year for my shower. birthday, I'm having a bachelor party. Good to be there. Oh, I got to show up at the end. Tradition, man. You got to stick to tradition. That's what I'm saying, though. Anyway. Like, so it is a tradition. Yeah, obviously you have that. But I feel like you also have the option to like do your own thing. I think what should happen more often. Sorry, I'm gonna interrupt you, and then you can go. What should happen is after the baby is born, the there should be a new tradition that says like the woman's like after this is gonna sound gross. The afterbirth afterbirth party. But basically like, hey, I just gave birth, I'm done with it. Now I get a weekend away. 
Like that should be the yeah, new. Yeah, oh, that's all you get is a weekend. The last thing I want to do is leave my baby with you. I'm not. Oh, <laughs> the <laughs> I'm not saying like instantly. Shots I'm saying like down the road. Like you should be allowed to have that type of celebration. That's the postpartum party. Hey. I'm gonna want Travis to be a part of my postpartum party. Why? Because that's your own fucking. I don't say that, that. You're gonna find out that's how most people are when they well, get married. Well, yeah, you're, weird, you're weirdly attached to your father. So where's the baby go? Grandma's? Yeah. All right, cool. Then Mike and I are coming. <laughs> well, yeah. It was, yeah it was well, then fun. don't complain because Mike and I are at every party. I'm not, gonna, well, I'm not, here's I'm not committing thing, to that. No, here's the thing, though. We'll have Neither to just I. tell Corey the day of. Yeah. Otherwise, he might not oh, show up. Oh, yeah. Great. I mean, if we're going to travel, <laughs> hit me up and I'll try and squeeze it in. All right, I think that's good. That'll do it for us tonight. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. But now, we want to hear from you. Email us. Tweet us. Send us a message on Instagram or tell us about your dating blunders or successes, relationships, advice, tips, any funny stories about being an adult or any other weird, unbelievable story that we can share on our next episode. We want to hear from you. If we choose your submission, we're going to include you on the show. So get out there, tell us some stories, give us some advice, but don't tell us how to live our lives. Just give us the tip. And remember, friends never say goodbye. (laughs) Friends say, see you soon. Winstead Rescue, you're needed at Winstock Campground, C as in Charlie, row M as in Mary, site 1912. Again, Camp Row C, row M, site 1912. You are needed for assistance with the female whose head is caught in a tar pipe. You are requested to bring a sawzall. Please use MLC, time of page 2013.